I got sucked into a Mark Ritson article, as usual. So what can you do? You know, it just gets better and better. I can't help it. And so I don't hear that sound because I don't have it turned on. What can on. you do? There you, know, you go. Gets... And I don't have the comments up. So if you're making any, I missed them. But hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll find them. Right? Close window. And now we'll try it again. And if I don't get them, you can comment on LinkedIn or on, uh, oh, there they go. Okay. On LinkedIn or on something else. Whatever's around, whatever's handy. YouTube. YouTube works. And here I am on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn seems to be working. Yep. Looks like it's working. And there's somebody out there. What do you know? So now I'm watching LinkedIn, which is rare. Thank you, Peggy. And that was from YouTube. Okay. So we got some people on both. Let's dig in. First, I want to. I, this is a public service announcement, which you're, you're required to have by the FTC, except I'm not on the FTC, and so I don't think I am. But This guy's shooting things with his phone. Mom's... <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> when you don't keep your eyes my on favorite. what you're doing... It can be down. He mows dangerous. the neighbor's flower bed. Here comes the dad Especially watching his phone while you you know you can listen to your podcast down. on your yeah, phone if you want to, but don't do that. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, that's important. Don't don't watch your videos while you drive. Never mind, I drove to lacrosse yesterday and I was watching videos the whole time, but I wasn't really watching them. And I was both hands on the wheel, of course, as you know, uh, would it be anything else? Right, so let's get over and talk about the, the, the lacrosse expo. We had fun at the expo. Julie Lopez-Lena was there, and she's a supporter of the WDMA. And I met Mohammed from Ghana, and I told him, I said, you know, in all the years I've been going to print and direct marketing shows i've never met anybody from africa in the whole time not even south africa which you know you think might connect up i said do you do any direct mail he says yeah and i said he's got a heidelberg it's the ceo of a printing company he thought he'd just come to the u.s and come to a print show and why not come to lacrosse wisconsin you know i, I mean i could pick a city in in africa and not know one from another pretty much and uh, Lagos, Nigeria, I keep getting those warnings on. Don't go to Lagos. But anyway, uh, so, and you know, it's in Wisconsin, and so is uh, Yanis Atenakimbo. <laughs> so maybe it's a good place in, in the United States to visit. Anyway, he just flew over here, said I paid my own way, I got my own hotel, and we had a wonderful chat about the printing industry. He he prints for every major bank in uh, in. Uh, in Gambia, did I say Ghana? He's from Gambia. Sorry, oh brother. Anyway, he prints for all the banks. He said a good run for him is about 150,000 pieces, which is a pretty good run. You know, I got to give him that. And we had a wonderful time. And so he had this picture taken on his phone. He showed me pictures of his plant and how he he's doing construction and he pours the concrete and he he basically he's in charge of the construction and he. Uh, does ad specialties, that shirt that he's got on and the hat of his company name. He prints those with screen printing, and this was mainly a screen printing show. I was thinking Chris Lyons might be there, but I guess it was too far for him to travel. 
<laughs> Come on, Chris. It's only from New York City. I, I ran into somebody who, who was from New Jersey and said, yeah, I had to get out of that East Coast. I had to get out here where it's fun and, you know, fresh air and all that. And uh, it was a beautiful day, about mid-80s. And we had a food truck that was the caterer for the show. I mean, the whole thing was just super fun. And, of course, I got lots of uh, imprinted merchandise. I got a loop. Oh, I wish I had the loop with me, but I ran out of the house. Anyway, it was a great fun. There's something there's something more real about about getting together. So, that's I'm so glad Julie you know said, "Well, I'm coming." So, because I sent out an email inviting everybody to come and join me there, and only Julie made it. So, that was so fun. So, I just wanted to tell you that that we had a great time and uh and PI World, you know, somehow co-sponsored it, but so I thought Chris would be there, but he wasn't. <laughs> Here's an article about promotional printing in Cardiff, which I thought was, you know, what do I know about Cardiff and and and, and British printing and British promotional items? Not really much of anything. So I really appreciate Minuteman Press highlighting direct mail with promotional uh, printing images on it. Here's a great article by Henry DeVries. I should have, I've been trying to cover it all week, um, but a lot of has been going on. So how to reach the C-suite audience with direct mail. There's a couple of really good points here. Uh, you can attract high-paying clients by marketing with a book and a speech, and I've done that. You know, I send out the book, and uh, sometimes I used to send out cassettes, you know, VHS cassettes to clients before we had uh, the Internet. I would, I would do a little pitch for them. I saw that on a PBS special. Um, direct mail helps a brand break through digital clutter. So, you know, why not use it to market to C-suite executives, especially in your area? You know, somebody, a small printer in Dallas asked me, you know, well, I don't, you know, I don't work with e-commerce companies. I said, in, in Dallas, there must be a hundred e-commerce companies. Find a directory, find a listing, figure it out, go visit them. That's what I told him. I don't think he did. I think he might be in a minute. No, I don't think he was a Minuteman press. He was something else. But, you know, one of those kind of presses. Might have been Minuteman. Okay. Uh, it's not your grandpa's standalone direct mail bulk mailing. Well, some is and some isn't. You know, I just got another one. Here was one from yesterday, an asphalt company. Has a nice picture of their truck. <clears throat> that would not be the picture I would use. I would use a picture of a happy customer in front of their paved road or something like that. But 38 years, in spite of the bad, you know, how bad it is, I still thought, you know, I could use somebody to repair my road. Um, <laughs> so it still works, still gets through. Okay, do your grandpa's. If you can't do anything else, uh, you know, I didn't have any asphalt company come to mind from uh, the digital advertising that went across me today so far. I don't even remember one ad. I know that I've seen ads. I just don't know what they were. <clears throat> okay. So you can confirm digitally, but tactile marketing uh, gives you a touch point. So give them a touch point, uh, a sales conversation, a branded unboxing experience. Three-dimensional is especially good for the, for the C-suite. That's the stuff I did. Hand address makes noise. I don't know if you can hear that, but I hope you can. <clears throat> makes noise. You don't have to put much in the box. Just put something in the box. Okay, and he talks about... Octa, don't know what Octa is, following up and got a 73% month-over-month increase in target account web traffic. 
<clears throat> what you really need to say, though, is over the holdout group. Always have a holdout group if you can. Abandoned car, shopping cart. Well, you know, if, if it's the shopping cart, you're probably not into the C-suite. But companies like Zoom, Salesforce, Proofpoint, and Paycor are all using direct mail. Direct mail triggered through digital intent signals is creating the up-and-coming category of tactile marketing automation. I think that's probably all true. Remember, you can get, there you go, nice picture. You can get the show notes in, by going to WDMA.org and subscribing. We're getting more and more subscribers, which is nice. And I had to get to Ritz, and I'm sorry. Play this at 2x speed. You can do it on LinkedIn or on YouTube. Just change the settings to 2x, and you'll be able to get it done in less than 10 minutes. How cool is that? And I'll talk really fast. Tiffany's brand needs an updating in fashion. That means alienating loyal customers by Mark Ritson. Not your mother's Tiffany, it says on the billboard. And apparently these billboards were put up in kind of grungy locations around L.A., but they were quickly picked up on uh, Instagram and other social media with many, many, many complaints. Okay. <laughs> many, many, many complaints. <laughs> Things like a mix of confusion and anger, disgusting, disrespectful, horrible, and vulgar. And I agree with all of that. The ageist tone, too. Older Tiffany clients, this is the greatest part. Older Tiffany clients express their disgust at being so explicitly rejected by the brand. <clears throat> Younger, more politically correct observers were outraged at the clear attempt at demographic division. It's offensive at so many levels, one unhappy Instagrammer observed. Am I not good enough? Am I too embarrassing? Too old? My values and thoughts too stupid and dumb? Is everyone better than me because I gave birth? Yes, exactly true. That is exactly what Tiffany is saying to you. And they don't pull punches. And then Mark goes, <laughs> and then Mark goes on to explain why this strategy will work explicitly well. You know, Tiffany's they first they got rid of the the 1836 blue, which is apparently their color of blue. Special, you know, you get the Tiffany's box. You know, it's not just turquoise Pantone. It doesn't look like turquoise to me. Anyway, it's 1837 blue. That's the name of that color. Oh, my gosh. So it's old, 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 old. But the acquirers of Tiffany's, you know, they 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 bought they were going to buy Tiffany's for 16.3 billion and they had to cut it down to and they and they and so then they pulled out of the deal here they <laughs> then they pulled out of the deal and uh then Tiffany sued them for pulling out of the deal and apparently the settlement was that they would come back f with only 15.8 billion that eh, wasn't much you know it's like it's like not even a 10% deal that they that that they gave Tiffany's. But anyway, so first they painted all the stores in key markets yellow. You can see I like yellow as a pitch for the yellow diamonds. Then they sold rugby balls, skateboards and other sporting goods product with the Tiffany name on them. 
Okay, then they did the billboards and uh, what Ritson says, and you know, this is why I like Ritson because I don't know anything about high fashion marketing. <laughs> I gotta say, I had one young lady come up to me after a speech I gave, and I think it was on ERP systems, to be honest. It was, they, you know, the DMA used to assign, they used to write the copy and the, and the speech title before they had a speaker, which always seemed a little backwards to me. So they asked me to speak on how to process orders with your distribution package. What did they say? For customers, for, for companies under $5 million. And one of the things I said right off was, you know, you don't need, if you don't have a sales force and you're doing primarily doing cataloging or something like that, you can put the key code in the salesman number. You can find fields that are, you're not using if your IT people level with you and you just start using them. And you can keep calling them sales number and you can use it for tracking ID and stuff like that. I had lots of little tips like that. And uh, and so this this young lady came up to me and she said, she said, I'd like you to help me with my catalog. And I said, oh, I'd be happy to. What 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 are you selling? She said, beachwear. I said, well, what's the difference between swimwear and beachwear? She said, well, it probably wouldn't hold up to the waves. <laughs> so it was kind of basically a string bikini <laughs> catalog. I decided my wife wouldn't probably go for that. So I, I gave her the name of a few other very capable people. Um, but the point is that mostly that I don't know anything about fashion or or really branding either. So go get this article, go go subscribe to WDMA uh over there. It's free wdma.org and what basically he says is if your brand is big enough, famous enough, iconic enough, you can push it very far away from its original conservative base and still achieve significant success. If you have a great product, product distribution and an alienable and an alien was discussed at price promotion and dairy communications that can seduce those at the top of the fashion ladder and the start of the demographic curve. If you got all those things in place, you can win on this because what happens is first younger and more fashion forward clients will consider Tiffany again. And when they do that, the older existing clients will want to look young and trendy and go back to Tiffany's, no matter how disgusted they are about about that you're basic you know, you've been to restaurants in New York City where you know they're they're very famous and you walk in and oh you again or I hope you don't want a table this evening and you know with their fake accents. They're all actors in there. And they insult you the whole night and that you know and that makes them trendy. And that's basically the way this thing works, which shows how little I understand it, because I'm all about, you know, good value and 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 good prices and delivering what you promise. And uh, I shop, you know, these jeans came from Fleet Farm, which you don't even know what it is in the rest of the country. But in Wisconsin, we know what Fleet Farm is and Farm and Fleet. It was two brothers. They got mad at each other. So one's Farm and Fleet and one's Fleet Farm. And I can't for the life of me tell you the difference. But now branding one of them and i don't know which is has got orange silo covers as their signs <laughs> so you can spot those a mile away and i won't even guess which one it is the orange one but i know where those are and i know where the other ones are and i know where i know that i can shop at both of them and get good deals so that's where i go so don't listen listen to mark ritson if you're on brand and go 
register and get the rest of the article because it's really worth the 13-minute read, which made me late for today's show. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Oh, and mark the date, August 5th in Minneapolis. We're still working on the venue, but we're going to have it at 6 p.m. no matter what, somewhere around Minneapolis probably. We're thinking Mankato. I guess there's some good bars out there, some pubs. We're looking for a pub, you know, something quiet, not a sports bar, not something crazy, not something with a girl like this. A girl like this running, girls like this running around. No, we're looking for the a bar full of old guys, maybe, with funny hats from Ireland. Have